Hi everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a show dedicated to young believers pursuing the goal of healthy marriage and family. You know, we live in a world where getting married and starting a family is far too often postponed for longer than God designed and pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things. But the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As young believers, we have the choice to prioritize what matters most in our lives every day and to live face to face with God and others. Every Thursday and Sunday on this show, I'll be sharing research conducting interviews and reviewing articles on the importance of marriage and family for society. I'll also be releasing exclusive content such as spoken word poetry, allegorical short stories, and bonus episodes for subscribers. Friends, God did not set us up to live life alone. The truth of the matter is that every minute of your adult life that you wait to marry is a minute of your life that you're not spending with your life partner. While some might be content to live with the consequences of this arrangement, I would argue that those who wish to spend as much of their life as possible with their mate are perfectly within reason and soundness of value to do so. It is my deepest hope that this podcast inspires Generation Z to pursue marriage, become the best spouses and parents the world has ever seen, serve with furious intentionality, love well, and discover the joy of hanging the moon for another. To access my sources, subscribe to the show, or get your copy of my latest book, visit anchor.fm slash seth-hensley or check out the show notes of each episode. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 213 of the Restoring Rapport podcast. We're super excited for the content we've got planned out for you guys today, as always. This is a podcast about keeping marriage and family as central goals for young believers and prioritizing relationship in a world of many distractions. And today we're coming at you with a really unique episode um, that we actually have not covered yet. When you do 213 episodes, there aren't many topics when, when it comes to um, marriage and family that you have not covered. But today we're going to be going over a topic that Landon and I have not covered at all on this show. So there's always something new that you can do. That's kind of been the lesson for me today. And this is actually a topic that I'm still uh, kind of internally debating myself um, and kind of working out what I think on it. I can kind of see the uh, the sides of, of both sides of this argument, and I'm going to give you the sides of the, the perspectives of both people on either side of the aisle of this issue. Uh, but today we're going to talk about contraception and birth control and kind of what... Um, whether or not that is uh, a good thing for society, not not even a good thing. Let me be more specific with my words here. Whether or not that is actually a morally acceptable thing to do and bring into your marriage. So um, today, joining me on the show is our co-host Landon Mock. Um, I'm glad to have him back personally. I know you guys are as well. Uh, but Landon, how have you been doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, enjoying good. the holidays, spending time with family. Uh, Walker's feeling a little ill today, but um, Shoot, you know we we get through. I'm giving him words of encouragement. He don't know what I'm saying, but you know I tell him, <laughs> you know, just trust the plan. We're we're gonna yeah. get through it. You know. We're, <laughs> when, and listen, when all man. of us get our uh, when all of us get to the next level here, we'll all feel better, and you'll mm-hmm. you'll, be, you'll get through this illness, and it'll make you stronger, buddy. Just keep fighting. Yeah. One of the strongest ladies that I know, at definitely one of the strongest in my personal circle of acquaintance, um, is a lady who, who's gone to my house church group for years. I really, I'm very close to this lady, and she's, um, she says something about the. She always talks about the power of words and how it kind of impacts your environment. And she did like this. She talked about this rice experiment that was done one time where people uh, basically spoke words of encouragement to rice, and then they they cursed the rice for weeks. And then she just basically showed you the visual impact of what that did to the rice over a long period of time, which I thought was very odd. So, I mean, man, if you, that I wouldn't, I think good on you for speaking words of encouragement to Walker, even if he doesn't understand what's going on, because it really does, um, 
just impact your environment in positive ways, uh, regardless of, you know, what, what many people may think. So, um, but I've had a pretty good morning myself. Uh, my, a lot of my family, my family in love, so to speak, are in uh, North Carolina this week, going down to see um, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and my niece. So we FaceTimed them this morning. That was kind of our start to the morning. And I got out of bed really late, or I got out of bed around 8 o'clock this morning, but then I went back to bed because I'm trying to enjoy my break as much as possible before school starts back. And <clears throat> I've really been loving my second, my second big long break as a teacher. It's been nice and much needed, but let's go ahead and jump in. Um, this is going to be a, a whopper of an episode. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a whopper of an episode for so many reasons. People just have such wide, you know, varying ideas on this. And I do want to start out by saying, you know, we're not, I'm, Lane and I here are not, you know, saying we have an absolute corner on truth. We're not saying we know everything. We're not saying we have the right argument. We're just present, presenting you with ideas because as young believers who are moving towards the goal of marriage and family, uh, you know, these are things you're going to have to start making decisions on. And at least, you know, formulating your worldview on uh, moving into marriage. And so um, this, this is an issue that we need to discuss. And it, you know, it's one of those controversial issues that there's, there's several of them that we haven't actually talked about on the show. Um, but that list is getting smaller and smaller. So we're just going to cross com- contraception off that list today and go ahead and talk about that um, and kind of present the ideas out there. So um, just natural, I'm going to give you a couple of perspectives right off the bat. Most people who are not religious and don't subscribe to any sort of religious worldview um, are going to be on the side that contraception contraception is the best thing uh, since baked bread for women in particular. And they're going to talk about how women have control over their fertility. They're going to talk about how women have control over um, when they have a control over the time at which they give birth. Um, they're going to talk about the benefits that contraceptives have for uh, women who are perhaps have a really heavy period and sometimes doctors will prescribe contraceptives just to um, for the physical health of that person not so much to keep them from having a child but um, for the the physical health benefits that's going to be the kind of arguments that you're going to get from the people who are pro contraceptives Um, a lot of a lot of people actually kind of worship the birth control pill because it uh, um, you know again I would say the sad thing sad part about it is well, there, there's, it's just such an impactful thing. I think Jordan Peterson is the one who said that it's, you know, one of the most impactful inventions along with the atomic bomb that this, you know, couple centuries has produced. And I think he's downright on point there. I mean, um, to, to have a, a species have volunt, you know, control over their reproduction outside of sec- having sex is a, is a truly amazing thing. Um, in, in the sense that it's, it's just a groundbreaking invention. And so that's naturally going to come with all sorts of consequences. Uh, you know, in the past we've had, you know, we've, we've talked about how I think again, another thing Jordan Peterson says is right is when he discusses the, how the birth control has impacted, um, you know, families and children really aren't convenient as Landon, I'm sure will tell you children are not a matter of convenience. Children are a matter of calling and purpose. And they're a beautiful thing that you, a beautiful way that you can serve and raise up the next generation. Um, you know, have somebody take care of you when you're older, children come with all sorts of benefits. They're a wonderful thing. And we're just a huge proponent of having children on the show, but they're not convenient. And so what often people will do is they'll use that pill to embrace the pleasures and joys of a sexual relationship without adopting what naturally normally comes along with that 
that, and that is children. So um, that's another thing Jordan Jordan Peterson will say has impacted society. I'll play a clip on that uh, in just a minute. But before we do, Landon, you want to just give us kind of your uh, just just a thirty thousand foot take on the contraceptive view of the in the, <laughs> of the world today. You don't even have to get into your personal opinion yet. Just kind of like how you've seen what you've seen discussed, and kind of the attitudes towards the pill, as well as you know the blockade methods and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, so I'll start out with my opinion. Okay. Um, Landon Mock's opinion, you can write this down. Contraceptives bad. That In bold <laughs> letters, That that's my opinion. Um, okay. <laughs> based off of uh, empirical data and both, um, you know, just what I see around me and mm-hmm. uh, anecdotal evidence, um, I think that our society puts such a... Uh, everybody very much accepts this as a normal part of our um, society and um, usually it's not something that is uh, taken very seriously when prescribed Um, it's a very it's almost like uh, you go in with allergies and they give you this allergy relief pill Um, it's never taken as seriously as it probably should be in my opinion Um, Mm. so I have some statistics that will back that up uh, but we we can get into that a bit later. Um, mm-hmm. I think that <clears throat> my first gripe with contraceptives would be the lax that people show when prescribing, and mm-hmm. both uh, when prescribing and accepting to take them. I think that mm-hmm. it's something that, uh, and to no fault of most people, mm-hmm. um, it is something that is very lackadaisical, um, mm-hmm. and it seems to me that, uh, we aren't taking very seriously when we talk about the side effects and, um, what exactly that can cause within a woman's body. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would, you know, people, I feel like I can already hear people saying like, what do you know about a woman's body? And, uh, I'm going to talk more, st- you know, statistically and not mm-hmm. as much like what I think would happen, but what I can see in studies, um, because I'm not a part of that demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can also give some anecdotal evidence based off of women I know that have been right. yeah. taking yeah. it. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, 30,000 foot view. Yeah. Contraceptives. BAD. I, I'm not a, <laughs> not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's, I, dude, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm going to agree with you a lot, a lot in a lot of ways there. I mean, I, I'm, I, I Here's where I'm going to ha- approach this conversation with a, a huge degree of humility. I'm not, th- to be honest, this really just, I, I had my sights set on other issues until just mm-hmm. recently. So this is mm-hmm. something that I've not, you know, even worked out my own worldview on, um, um, especially being raised. It wasn't until I was married and probably mm-hmm. uh, preparing to have children or mm-hmm. discussing the idea of children that I started to think of this. Yeah. Um, and we can... I'd like to talk about a few different things on this, both mm-hmm. the statistics that I would pull out to uh, maybe try and dissuade people from using these, mm-hmm. but also um, a religious standpoint for those young believers that are here. So even if you're not a young believer, don't turn it off. I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like we still have something to tell you. Um, but also there's going to be parts of this where we're going to go into a more um, Christian worldview of what we should look at when mm-hmm. looking at um, contraceptives. Yeah, 
Absolutely, man. I'm going to play a quick clip for them here, mm -hmm. just kind of summarizing. This is an expert, Jordan Peterson, on how the birth control pill impacted society, you know, post its invention. So let's go ahead and play that really quick meant that impulsive hedonism could now rule and that that would be the highest form of sexual expression. And the idiot artists who jumped on that bandwagon were certainly of that mind. What we're seeing instead is that young men and women are turning in all ever greater numbers to a very casual pornography, especially with regards to the boys, to the abandonment of any relationships whatsoever. Hi guys, this is just a quick reminder that you can use the link in the show notes to send me a voice message with a comment or a question. Okay. Um, and and he, he he's you can just search Jordan Peterson and the birth control pill and he's got like I don't even know how many lectures on it so that's just his brief brief take of it uh, he doesn't really again he's a clinical psychologist so the way he approaches this he approaches things from the secular lens so he's going to talk about how the birth control pill has impacted society he's not going to talk about the birth control pill from a moral moral perspective he's not going to talk about birth control um, from a uh, you know, whether it's right or not, or good or bad even, he's probably going to talk about it with the language of how it has impacted society. And a lot of those ways he argues are, are very negative is the words that he would use. But to Lane and I are going to do both today. We're going to kind of give you, like he said, the st statistical arguments against it and for it. And then we're going to give you the um, religious arguments against it and for it. And being raised Protestant, uh, this is another way that I was frustrated with Protestantism and the way that mm -hmm. I grew up. Birth control pill, the birth control pill, and any other any other form of contraception was totally not talked about. It was just mm -hmm. basically ignored, um, and that's something I really don't like about you know a lot of churches in my at least in my geographical area, you know. Um, of the Protestant variety, they do not address or or give teachings on certain things that are taboo that people have different disagreements on. Probably for the reason that they're trying to keep members and they want to avoid hot button issues. But um, the Catholic Church is not quite like that. I have an uncle uh, who's been, um, you know, we've I've talked you know a lot with. He listens to the show, so if you're li listening, Uncle Eddie, hello. But um, he has we've talked a lot about um, you know Catholicism and Protestantism throughout the the years and. Um, the Catholic Church does have a teaching on contraception, and that is that it is morally wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, I, for those of you who don't know that, the Catholicism teaches that contraception is morally wrong, and they've got actually quite a few good reasons for it. Uh, you can search Christopher West or Matt Fratt or Trent Horn, uh, any of these you know Catholic apologetic teachers that will kind of teach you the thought, the reasoning behind why it's wrong, and they don't argue from a scriptural sola scriptura perspective that Scripture says birth control is wrong because obviously birth control is not in the Bible; it's not in Scripture um, because of the time at which the Bible is written, and so. Um, I like that um, they actually have a teaching on it, though, and that they they use scriptural reasoning and they use you know good solid theology to back up their worldview. Basically, how it goes is uh, what is the, the, they Catholics ask themselves this question. I'm going to break it down as best I can. What is the purpose of sex? Mm -hmm. And the answer to that they say is you know threefold, or I don't even know how, exactly how many purposes there are, but there's a lot. So number one, it would be to um, bond a husband and wife together and create them, make one person. Uh, that's very scriptural. Um, number two would be procreation, because what is the natural result of having uh, sex? Children. Children mm -hmm. are the natural result of that, or at least can be. And so they would say, so if sex has those two purposes, to, to remove one of them is to basically inhibit God's design and to um, you know, make sex less than it is. And um, they've got very good arguments for this. They they argue that it is not good to take out one per one um, purpose of sex from the act. 
So if you're removing the ability of a, a, a man and woman to bond, then any form of sexual activity is wrong. If you're removing the ability of sex to lead to children, that, all, that's, that form of sexual expression is also wrong. That's the best that I can do to summarize the Catholic teaching. But I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, and again, being raised Protestant, I was never taught any of these things. Uh, and so I just now in my you know, mid-20s am, am reasoning out my worldview when it comes to contraception. Um, it's a complicated issue, though, because um, I, I tend to be I, – I, I'm to the point where I can definitely say that some forms of birth control I think are very, very, very bad, uh, like Landon said. And I don't know if I can go so far as to say they're all bad um, for a number of reasons that I'm sure we'll get into. But one of the reasons that I think um, – I'm just going to say the pill, I don't like the pill. And that's just my personal take on it. So if you don't like that take, just throw it out the window, along with the other you know, 80 million opinions you've thrown out, thrown out the window since you got out of bed this morning. Um, but the reason that I don't think that it is a good thing is because of just the lack. It, it's been around for a pretty decent amount of time, but still not long. Lena, will you look up the actual date at which the birth control pill um, came out? But while I talk here, I just while he, while I, I won't just want you to do that while I talk. Um, it's It's... I, do, it, I don't think it's tested enough, frankly. I'm skeptical of medication. I really am because medication, and I, I'm, again, I'm not against all medication, but I've seen personal anecdotal stories, like Landon said, of women who have been really harmed. Their fertility has been harmed by the birth control pill. Their physical body has been, you know, their hormone levels have been, you know, drastically altered and it's caused some sort of negative consequence for them. And so I'm really skeptical of putting into your body things that change the way it's designed to work. And I think that Catholics have a strong argument there when it comes to altering, you know, God's design, the way God designed your body to work. Um, when it, when there are consequences that actually, you know, hurt you, you know, that Catholics would say glasses are good because that restores God's, um, um, intention of the eyes to see, mm-hmm. uh, crutches are good because that restores God's, um, intention of the human body to walk, um, things like that. Uh, a pacemaker restores God's intention of the heart to beat, but they would say things like the birth control pill inhibit God's design of the female reproductive system to be fertile. And so that's kind of the yeah. Catholic argument there. Um, but I don't like putting, putting pills in you that, that, change the way your body works. I'm very skeptical of that. And that's, that's one reason I would not rec- at least not recommend the birth control pill. Now yeah. I do want to add the caveat that, um, you know, some, you know, of my sister-in-law's family or my, my, um, wife's family, I'm sorry. And, and, you know, even some friends that I have are on the birth control pill for their health and not for their, their reproductive, um, not to stop them from having children. So, for example, a lot of doctors will prescribe uh, a kind of birth control, con- kind of contraception to women who have a really bad period, like an abnormally bad um, menstrual experience. And so they use it for that reason, uh, even though they're not having sex because they're not married and that kind of thing. So I, I do, I'm not going to condemn it across the board just like I don't do with very many things on this show, but uh, just just being thoughtful of it. And again, again, you guys are young, entering your entering the season of marriage, and you're you're looking for a spouse. And these are issues that you're going to have to address. So you need to start yeah. thinking about all these arguments <clears throat> and working out your own worldview. Um, but Landon, what, what yeah. did you find so, that date? So um, I'm going to dive into some statistics here, um, yeah. so that we can uh, you know start to um, acknowledge some of their. Uh, issues. So first thing, um, the date that it was introduced was around May of 1950. So uh, a relatively young drug um, in in the grand scheme of things. Um, So we see three years. Yeah. In a study published on the National Library of Medicine, we see that uh, the number one 
um, method of birth control at the time was um, OCPs. So, you know, you have your um, pills. That's basically just the pill. Um, mm-hmm. And it was 87.7% of people using contraception were using the pill. Um, so mm-hmm. it is a very uh, common place thing. Then you have IUDs uh, and some other things that are within the 2% range. Um, so it's a very short, um, a very small gap there. Um, IUDs mm-hmm. is still only 6.4%. So. Yeah. Um, the majority of people using contraception uh, are, are going to be using the pill when it comes to a chemical contraception. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, also, I want to say that um, you know we have a big discussion. Uh, it's still something that I'm working on in my head is the difference that I see in chemical <clears throat> contraception and physical contraception. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that my mind is made up on chemical contraception, mm-hmm. uh, that, that it is a no go. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, if my wife or future daughter or whatever came to me and wanted to get on those, I would very heavily dissuade. Um, that issue. So then we go into some more statistics about reasons for initiating contraception. Mm-hmm. Um, 71.8% was to prevent pregnancy. So mm. when we hear when we hear these yeah. painful, heavy periods, uh, even in total, that's still only about 47% uh, of small. all people are right. due to their periods. Right. Um, when we look at the percentage, because you got to think these percentages, I know that in my head I'm thinking, okay, that doesn't add up to 100, Lane, and you need to redo mm-hmm. your math. But these are also taking into account multiple reasons for yes. contraception. So when you say yes. that 71% of people did it for pregnancy prevention, there mm-hmm. may be a part of that percentage that is not solely for that, but that was an issue that they were taking into account. So, right. Um, we see pregnancy prevention uh, at the top of the list, followed by painful periods, heavy periods, acne, irregular periods, premenstrual symptoms, ovarian cysts, mm-hmm. and PCOS. Um, my wife was diagnosed with PCOS uh, mm-hmm. when she okay. was in her mid-teens, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that was a part of her getting on chemical mm-hmm. contraception. She is currently off of those, thank yeah. the Lord. Um, yeah. But it is 1.1% of all reasons to be on the pill so right i think that that is a uh, that is something right. that we have to look at all right guys that is where we're going to wrap up the episode landon and i actually ended up talking about the contraception issue for an hour and a half so that's way over what we normally uh talk for so we're going to break this conversation into about three or four episodes so the next portion will be coming out soon be sure to check back in and listen to that portion but until it comes out why don't you go ahead and take this opportunity to subscribe write a written review for the show and send us your thoughts on this episode and this subject uh we would love to hear those and make us feel super connected to you as an audience member and it would make the podcasting system two way you can do so through the link in the show notes just click the link that says send this show a voice message record us a message send it in we would love to hear that also you can follow the show on instagram and facebook if you're interested in the content we post thank you guys so much for listening today and we will talk to you next time